made it to season two of Old Dirty Benches. Glad to see you again. This is Patty Popcorn. I was going to say Patricia Palomitas, but somebody laughed at me, so... (laughs) I'll just keep it real. Patty Popcorn. And here's JD to tell you what we actually do here. Hello, everyone. This is JD. So, if you've landed on us, this is a podcast dedicated to lighthearted, humorous discussions regarding crimes of the powerful. We will also be discussing our review of recent movies or series that have been released, and these episodes will drop every other weekend. For those of you who don't know, white-collar crime is typically orchestrated by those in occupational positions with the opportunity to commit these crimes. These crimes include insider trading, fraud, tax evasion, bribery, price fixing, and of course, corruption. We will discuss real cases, related articles, podcasts, and documentaries, movies related to the crime. Patty. Yes. Present. Good day to you. Good afternoon. Um, Bonjour. Are you still practicing? <laughs> yes. I'm up in a new level now on Duolingo. I'm in the Obsidian level. Obsidian. And I uh, was in the third place. You know, pretty big deal. I'm oh just saying. <laughs> I'm not playing any other games. I just do French. It's so funny. I'm obsessed. You just do French now? Yeah. Oh, cool. I'm sure Chris is like, shut up. Because you're like walking around the house? No, because it makes you like talk and stuff. And so we'll be watching something and then I'm like, blah, 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 blah. You know, like into my phone because I'm doing these lessons. You're not like walking around saying, wee, wee. (laughs) No, no. I'm not. Also, um, you brought this amazing tea over. It's so good. Uh, Lady Rose. Is yeah, Lady the... Rose tea. Yeah. Uh, when I was in London, I went to a place called St. Ames over by Buckingham Palace, sort of. And it's very girly and had lots of flowers. And this was the tea that they served us. And so I bought some. And I know our listeners can't be in the room with us, but... It smells just like roses. Yeah, and it has like a faint taste of roses, like yes. at, after you take a sip. It's weird, but yeah. I like it. It's like a, a lot of times I'll buy like a rose um, smelling lotion, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm eating my lotion right now. <laughs> but in a good way, because <laughs> that's creepy. <laughs> It puts the lotion so we're having on the skin. a little afternoon tea <laughs> while we have a little talk. Oh, yes, yeah. Um, Definitely. Tea's always good. I love herbal tea anyways. Right? I, I drink do. it I all like day tea long. Too. We got some really good tea in Boston when we went to the tea party museum. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's actually But really that's cool. just plain tea. There's no hint of rose there. Uh, yeah. Just tea. <laughs> Black tea. <laughs> this one tastes like taxation <laughs> without representation. <laughs> Oh my god. You're so dumb. Um, I was getting ready to say that, but you took the words right out of my mouth. So um uh-huh. I'm waiting to ask this question. How was your day today? Oh uh, well. Today was okay. Uh yesterday was another story. Oh. Uh yesterday it rained like a mofo here. Like 
nonstop. <laughs> I wish I would have taken a picture of myself, but I looked horrible. I worked at Target on the drive up all day yesterday, so I literally looked like I was in the shower. <laughs> like ratatouille like washed up. Dripping. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> And I went out to one car, and the guy was like, oh, I'm sorry you have to come out here. And I said, well, I don't know how you think you're going to get your stuff. You were like, why did you order, Exactly. Sir? I'm like, while I appreciate this sentiment, F off. Just kidding. <laughs> he was very nice. Oh, my God. So, yeah, it was funny. Interesting. Yeah. Sorry about that. Good times. Oh, and also, I... Uh, I had to, uh, um, what's the word? Call someone out at work for talking shit about me behind my back, which what? is always fun. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. And I just said, hey, you know. Give um, us the target gossip, please. If you have an issue with me, I'd appreciate if you would just address it with me directly instead yeah, of talking like behind my back like a high schooler. Granted, they are high schoolers. I'm just kidding. You, this like, person is not. This person is the mother of four children. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Nice. Great. And she <laughs> was like, what? And, uh... Yeah, so she, of course, was like, I don't know what you're talking about. The oh, usual. so she um, acted like she had no clue. Yeah, oh, and wow. I said, okay, well, like, I'm not going to... I know the person that told me is on the up and up. This person would have no reason to tell yeah. me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, like, I'm not about the drama. As you, I hate that shit, man. I know. But I'm also not just going to sit there while you're, like, talking shit about me, you know? Yeah. Might as well, like, get it out in the open. Exactly. And a lot of times if you do say something, then they'll be like, oh, and they'll go talk about someone else that won't approach them, yeah, you know? Yeah, that won't confront them yeah. So now this person um, won't speak to me because <laughs> that's how mature we are. And she oh ended God. up having to work with me on drive up yesterday because the other person called out. So she wasn't talking to you Correct. the Correct, yes. Okay, that's And I'm about. like, wow, how mature of you. And this person wanted to be a team lead or whatever that means at Target. And <laughs> they picked someone else, so she was already butthurt over that. Oh. But I want to say, like, you want to be a team lead and you can't even, like, have a conversation with someone, you know? Yeah. Like, first of all, if someone came to me and said... I heard that you were talking shit about me. I would prefer that you tell it to my face. And I didn't say that stuff. I would not, like, act like I have a stick up my ass. You know what I mean? Like, I would be like, I never said that. I'm fine talking to you to your face. And that's it. Yeah. You know, like, moving on. Or, like, uh, if it wasn't true, you could be like, well, um, can we go to the person who told you that so we can have a conversation about what happened? Right, but she was like, oh, no, no. But I know damn well. Like, (laughs) I don't like her either, but I can still work with her, you know? Like, I'm not here to be your friend. I'm here to get my 20,000 steps, bitch. (laughs) Anyway, so, yeah, so she was, like, not speaking to me, and I'm just like, wow. And then I asked her something, and she goes, I said, oh, like, I couldn't find an order. And I said, did you take this order? And she goes, you took that order. Oh, and, so she was, like, real snotty. And I'm like, um, I'm sorry, I didn't see it, but there's no need for you to be rude. Is that what you Yeah. So we're oh, having a little bit of a throwdown. 
dark yet part. <laughs> Dude, it's like, I I don't know. Oh, no. So I'm now I'm going to have to freaking tell my 20-year-old manager, <laughs> hey, this some... is going on, FYI, <laughs> you know? Target beef. <laughs> And I said, like, look, I'm too old to deal with this stuff. Like, I'm a grandparent. So if you have an issue with me, you need to come talk to me to my face. Well, I have kids. Okay, so stop acting like one then. You know, like. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. Other than that, it's great. I love it there. And mostly the people are awesome. And I'm not complaining at all. But it's just like, shit like that just bugs me. Anyways. Mm. Anywho, I'm glad to be here and drinking tea, and I'm dry, so it's a good day. That's true, too. (laughs) Sunny out. Right. Um, So, before we get started with our uh, next white-collar crime, I was going to let you know, uh, we started watching a couple different shows. We're almost done with Life of Beth. Oh, uh uh-huh. I love that show, by the way. I watched that. I liked it, too. Um. And then the other show we started was Outer Range. Oh, we're almost done. Oh, my God. We have one to go. I was going to tell you. Don't say anything. I was going to say, you should watch that. What a fucking mind fuck, dude. Dude. It's very crazy. Yeah. We just... Every time I'm like, what is going on? (laughs) We're on the third episode, but we were like, holy shit. Yeah. (laughs) It only gets weirder. It's a good Um, show, though. I think I read it. It's got renewed. I don't know. I haven't looked up anything because I don't want to see, like, any spoilers or whatever. I don't Um, know how you spoil it, but here's the answer. (laughs) Woo. Uh, Um, That's so funny. I just, we just started watching that. Yeah. uh, One of our kids told us to check it out. Okay. So, and then the other one we started watching is the new true crime series on Hulu, Candy. Have you seen that one on there? No, I have seen it, but I haven't watched it. Okay. And somebody told me they were disappointed. So, oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. The first, let's see, what did, did we watch? We just watched one episode so far. Okay. We enjoyed it. But I haven't looked up anything on the story, and I'm not familiar with it, actually. Uh, don't do it. Just so, watch it and enjoy for what, what it I is. That's what I figured. That's what I figured. Don't be your little overachieving self. <laughs> Take Jessica Beal <laughs> with her little orphan Annie hairdo <laughs> at face value. <laughs> I kept looking at her and I was like, why does that hair look familiar? Because just... it's Justin Timberlake's old hair. That's why. <laughs> I saw that on like Jimmy Kimmel oh or God. Jimmy Fallon. And oh, that they made said me it. die laughing. Oh, they showed a picture shit, of him. Dude. And they were like, why does this look so familiar? Oh, yeah. It's her husband's yeah. hair. <laughs> she died. She was dying laughing. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! You cracked the code. Okay, um, yeah. So we we uh, started watching oh, that. You're over. just watching. Well, did he watch her? I was trying to like squash some stuff in before my <laughs> class started. Oh, brother, and here like, we go, everyone. I might even be on like black hole for <laughs> six weeks. <laughs> I am better in myself. <laughs> And also, we already had a little bit of a conversation, but this is for you people at home. Uh, if you wanted to make a fun drinking game out of our podcast, every time I say I'm sorry, you can take a drink. <laughs> That's becoming my catchphrase, I think. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so there you go. There's two drinks right there. Cheers. <laughs> two drinks. <laughs> 
Um, okay, so for this episode... Here we go. Yes. This one's going to make me mad. I will be sorry in this one, too, I feel like. Oh, this yeah. This one's going to make me mad. Um, and I think I stumbled across this when uh, you had sent me some links for on the FBI's um, homepage on uh-huh. White Collar Crime. Right. Um, I seen this pop up, uh, mostly because... Um, the DOJ is starting to crack down on some of these businesses that are involved with this sort of fraud. Of behavior. Yeah. Um, but uh, we're basically going to filter down to Florida, um, or zero in on them anyways, uh, because it's, it's kind of happening across the United States, but um, Florida seems to be leading the charge on this one for whatever reason. Um, probably because there's no regulation stopping them. <laughs> That's probably Just a wild guess. That's probably one of good the old DeSantis. I know. I was just gonna say he's too busy suing Disney for um them. And, and other important activities. Yeah. Don't say gay. Yeah, don't comes to mind. Don't fucking dumb. Um, he's busy doing that, and then immigration, and God knows what other dumb shit he's <laughs> working on, besides tackling Come on, problem. climate change! <laughs> oh, um, so we're actually going to be talking about the Florida Shuffle. And it's not a dance. No, it's not. Or a song. No. It's a very horrible thing. Yes. Um, this actually, uh, we're going to keep it as light as possible. Um, this is actually pretty sad um because i did not realize that this was actually even going on until i started looking into um this whole scheme that they have um and didn't realize like nbc and some of those other media outlets have been doing stories on this um but some of our listeners. Yeah, it wasn't familiar to me either until yeah. I saw it on the FBI thing. Yes. And um, maybe some of our listeners have seen it. Um, I don't know. As always, you can email us or hit us up um, on social media. We may not be on Twitter very much longer, but we'll see. <laughs> um, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um, <laughs> you could also send us a physical letter in the mail if you'd like. <laughs> Snail mail. <laughs> I would love that. What's that? Uh, snail mail correspondent. <laughs> P.O. Box. <laughs> two nine. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Um. So, yeah. Like I said, I found this originally on the DOJ's website and the FBI um, website regarding what's going on. So, South Florida's, um, their billion-dollar drug treatment industry is a minefield of fatal overdoses, um, fraud, and a bunch of unscrupulous operators at this moment. Um, It's based on relapse rather than recovery. uh, Which I think a lot of those are, unfortunately. Yes. Uh, And right now, at this moment, what we're seeing is that uh, these businesses or these what are deemed treatment facilities are really focused on profit rather than somebody's sobriety. So that's... What? Yeah. (laughs) In the land of... What hospitals for profit? <laughs> Say it isn't so. I know, dude. So, oh, um, some of the areas that are really seeing this problem kind of uh, get baked up 
hatched and then operated is Palm Beach County, which uh, has been known as as a paradise for a long time. So uh, is that where Miami is? Uh, yes, I believe so. Yes. Okay. Um, and in its backyard is, of course, like been known in America as the rehab capital in the states, right? So, um. Lately, though, the Justice Department and and the FBI has been busy investigating what's been kind of labeled or termed as uh, body brokering, because that's essentially what's happening now at these treatment facilities. What we already talked no, about, no, not with the body parts, not body parts. Like this is actual people that are still breathing. They're just shuffling them. Yes, they Hence have a, the Florida shuffle. Correct. They have a drug addiction or um, substance abuse problem. And um, this just made me think of dope sick. I mean, not the shuffling part, but like the opioid. Yeah. And to to your point, I think uh, this probably wouldn't be as profitable as it is now. If, without the Sacklers. With, yep. Without the Sacklers and the opioid. Now, here's um, my other question. You probably don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. I'm just throw it out there because we talk shit here. But... <laughs> I wonder if the Sacklers are involved in any of these treatment halfway houses that are getting kickbacks. I have some notes Ooh, uh, towards the end. Look at that, you guys. Faster than Scooby-Doo. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> it was you meddling kids. <laughs> that fucking family, dude. I swear to God. They're evil. Yeah. I. You know what? Like, I, They're kind of weaseling out of the current court cases and stuff but i really think that we're doing a disservice to the nation um and i get it it's hard because the legality of the situation um it's hard for them to figure out how to charge them and hold them accountable right now because the legal system has not caught up enough so that we can do that and they're basically just like slipping away yep Mm -hmm. that reminds me of somebody else but I can't think of who it is right now (laughs) (laughs) I'm not gonna go on a downward spiral like last time (laughs) I heard somebody say that that they looked uh, that their hair looked like a messed up haystack of Triscuits (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) oh my Um, god but so in looking up this white collar crime, I came across two brothers that the FBI had recently busted, which is John and Daniel um, Markovich. Uh, John owned two facilities. Um, him and his brother uh, ended up hiring recruiters to find people struggling with addiction to be enticed into coming to their treatment facilities. So, um, Essentially, these recruiters would go out either on the line. Poach people? Yep, and poach people uh, to come out to their two treatment because facilities in Because more Florida. bodies is how you get the money. Mm-hmm, yep. Uh, and, of course, like Disgusting. I said. Disgusting. This is, like, sort of the first time that I had really heard anything about this, the whole Florida shuffle stuff. All right. So, um, before we get into their crimes and a couple other uh, organizations, I wanted to give a little bit of a breakdown on how this all works um, so that our listeners, if they are not clued in, understand exactly what's happening. So, um, Chris appreciates this, that, that we're not like 
blah 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 not telling the story and he's like get to it where we give our personal opinions yeah, like this we just is fucked rant up. and rave and everyone's like but what i want to be mad too exactly tell me what's Let going me on. In on the secret <laughs> okay so um i went out to several websites uh there's actually some politicians that have really been um trying to get uh you know, the Department of Justice, the FBI, um, various other government agencies and um, other politicians to look into this better and um, start addressing the problem. But essentially, so thousands... If you don't of, have money to throw at it, then nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. God bless America. Am I right, everybody? <laughs> well, and the other problem, right, is like... Uh, a lot of these big corporations lobby certain things. Right. And if they don't they feel it's throw important. throw money the other way. Like, yes. leave us alone. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And that's why we're here, because we have no soul. But anyway, let's yes. continue. <laughs> <laughs> so thousands of addicts or uh, individuals who have substance abuse problems uh, arrive to Florida each year from uh, different places. Some of them uh, that seem to be recruited from the heaviest is Ohio, West Virginia, um, New Jersey. West Virginia, dope sick. uh, Yep, exactly. And Pennsylvania. uh, Hoping that at one of those South Florida's uh, many drug treatment centers, they will be able to find recovery, right? And um, But keep in mind, like, if it's... Oxycontin or whatever, that actually changes the physiology of your brain. Yes. So good luck. You're fucked Mm -hmm. pretty much. Yeah. I mean, and there are a select, and I don't want to say like every single treatment facility down there is like this, but uh, there's quite a few now that are capitalizing on this. That are pay to play? Yes. Or like poachers? Mm -hmm. Poaching, and then they're just kind of shuffling people around. So there are some down there that are actually doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're legit. They're helping people. And so some people do make it back home and alive. But... um. These crooked treatment centers partner uh, with these so-called body brokers and um, operators of sober homes to find patients with good health insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, the brokers and sober home owners offer those trying to get clean free rent uh, and grocery. I think free might be in quotes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Nothing's free, right? No. Um they get grocery store gift cards. Uh, a lot of them get a constant supply of cigarettes. Some oh. get uh, manager or manic- managers manicures. <laughs> <laughs> they get a manicure <laughs> in exchange for going to a specific treatment center. Center which pays kickbacks for every client. Uh-huh. So um, and. This is not going... What could go wrong, I ask again. Um, I'm going to start talking about the Affordable Care Act. I want to make perfectly clear that I actually support um, ACA. However, though, it's being exploited by these companies. So in order to um, give a full description of what's going on, we also have to bring in the Affordable Care Act and have you understand exactly what's happening with it. So... uh, the Affordable Care Act and um, the Americans with Disabilities Act or the Americans with Disabilities Act has provided an opportunity for people to exploit a federally funded program and leave individuals with addiction and misery. 
So this is, again, not a knock on the ACA. And while the debate is ongoing about whether it's good or bad, um, should be argued on a different episode. Again, what did you say last last episode? Um, that's a different that's episode. A different, that's a different podcast. <laughs> um, I really feel like it's important, though, to set the stage for why it's so prevalent. So... Um, Starts with deceptive marketing practices, offers, or inducements such as free one-way plane tickets to a rehab center. Uh, Today, 75% of all private pay patients in Florida drug treatment centers come from out of state. Now, I was able to get that off of one of the Florida state websites, but I was not able to verify it anywhere else as far as that percentage. Okay, so I want to make that clear. Um, once they've reeled patients in, these treatment centers bill their insurance tens of thousands of dollars for often questionable counseling, costly, and potentially unnecessary drug screens and exotic laboratory tests. So some treatment centers not only overlook drug use, they encourage it. To Florida's uh, worst operators, relapse doesn't mean failure, it means profit. So those who get caught up in the Florida shuffle too often leave in ambulances or body bags. And then, like you had mentioned earlier, the opioid issue has really spun the problem into um, what we now recognize as a medical health crisis. Because, I mean, I think all of us can probably say that we can go uh, to different places in our community and we'll see people that are homeless and they're probably often uh, substance use um, individuals who have addictions. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to give you an example. This is Allison's story. So uh, Allison's ex um, had committed suicide and then Allison started with prescription pills to dollar pain and uh, her parents kind of started seeing the signs, right? Moodiness, languishing in bed, um, and were able to pick up on her grief. So, um, but she was also sinking into a substance abuse problem. So Allison was really smart and ambitious. She made it uh, less than a year through college and then dropped out and sank deeper into her addiction and grief. She did a month of rehab in Illinois, uh, but when Allison got out, her parents said uh, a boy Allison had met in rehab introduced her to heroin. So now she's really spiraling out of control. Um, Her mom, Jennifer, uh, didn't know exactly what was wrong with her, um, Allison. And in 2015, when Allison was 23, Allison's family knew she needed help, right? So they found Florida State's flourishing recovery industry um, through various internet searches. Because, you know, we will constantly get on Google or whatever, search something, and then, you know, find all these banners. That's what got pushed to her. Yes. Yep. It got pushed out to her parents and and her. Um, Did she want to go to rehab, though? uh, Yes. She. Sometimes they don't. Yes. They sometimes don't. But she. Knew she needed help. She was like, this is not going yeah. in a good way. Yeah, I, I need to get help with this. Um, And so... Uh, the sad thing is, even if you do, sometimes you just can't fight it. No. And, uh, you know, I've worked with people who have uh, substance abuse addictions. What I'll say is, um, and for any parent who's had to um, live through this or uh, has a child or a family member... 
who um, has this disorder. Uh, sometimes somebody who gets uh, addicted to any substance, I don't care what it is. Um, sometimes they can go to a treatment center and it only takes someone time and, and they can get into recovery and live a sober life. However, there are... Uh, but that's not the norm. No, it's not the norm. That's more of an outlier. Um, I've seen individuals where on their 10th time or their 15th time, now they're able to um, live a sober lifestyle and get yeah. back on track. Um, other times I've seen them where they go decades and um, they've kind of given up on everything and they've just decided that this is what their life is going to be. So it's extremely difficult. Hard. I can already tell this is going to be a really awesome episode. <laughs> I feel so happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you came here for the laughs. It ain't this one. Sorry. I know. This one's tough. Uh, but Sorry. I, I thought it was important for us to discuss it. Right. Like, you know, it's um, one of those. Was I sleeping? I didn't even know this was a thing. Yeah, uh, exactly. Because once I stumbled upon it and then really started digging into it i was like holy fuck like this is scary yeah actually i'd say if you don't know anything about this a good starting point is to watch dope sick it'll make you so pissed yeah um and then of course there's some other documentaries there's one on netflix that i watched which was called the pharmacist it's also oh i uh, saw that it's good i didn't watch it but i've seen it it's sad as well make you angry but um it's it's also a good one uh, but then, yeah, um, NBC also did a story on the Florida um, shuffle, which was really well done. I encourage you to look that up. I think it's on YouTube. Okay, so, continue. Sorry, I just could feel like, uh No, you're... This is heavy. I know it is. It is. <laughs> I might have to tell another lame joke or something. I don't know. So, um, with the help of an Illinois man working as a marketer for one of the Florida treatment centers, uh, their daughter went down there and um, started as a client at that treatment center. Um, so essentially someone checked their insurance, asked a few questions, and then bought their daughter a plane ticket to and South was Florida. Like, cool, you qualify. Yep, exactly. I'm cash in on you. Mm-hmm. And I want to point out this is actually potentially an illegal marketing practice. So, um, getting better and better. Yep. Her mother was told, uh, their insurance would cover the care and that everything was going to be okay. So of course, at this point they're thinking, well, she's going to go into treatment, you know, all is well. Yes. Um, so their daughter would call every few weeks to tell them they had, uh, moved her to a new sober home. And when they did, the names of the treatment centers on the bills that kept arriving changed, too. So the envelopes from their insurance company arrived almost daily, detailing thousands of dollars in treatment and thousands more in laboratory tests. There were bills from chiropractors and bills from counselors and bills for DNA testing. DNA? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is funny because the whole freaking... Um, Insurance thing makes me mad, as I've already said previously. I will not go into that. (laughs) But here's, like, times when you need actual tests, you need them. And the insurance is like, no. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. And then this shit. It's like, what? Yeah, like, uh, all this shit is getting billed and the insurance is like, let's just (laughs) just push these on (laughs) to the family, you know, that kind of thing. Exactly. So their daughter's continuing to hop. From house to house. Uh, Of course, the envelopes are still coming in. Um, 
But her mother didn't really realize the scope of the problem because no one ever came to collect, right? So um, these treatment centers routinely and illegally waive copays and deductibles, uh, according to the prosecutors that have been working on these cases. They tell patients and parents insurance covers everything. So uh, these treatment centers and labs rack up sky-high bills, sometimes collecting only a fraction of the money charged for a $5,000 urine test. Yeah. Yeah. $5,000 for a urine test. It's uh, ripe with inflated charges. A patient tested three times in one week could generate $20,000 yeah, a month. What? They so now- is there no auditing of this shit? Um, no, I don't think so because I mean, clearly no. Yeah, because, because it's what? Yes, it's unchecked. I mean, the only auditing that's happening is once because you know why? No regulation. Exactly. Uh, my body, my choice. Except for if you're a woman. <laughs> so essentially, like, no, they're not getting regulated, and the only time somebody looks at this is if they, you know, like the Department of Justice or FBI gets flagged. Because there's believed to be fraud at one of these places. Oh, boy. So these urine tests are, like, have been coined uh, or now known as liquid gold rush. That's exactly what they've been called because of how much money they bring in. Um, a counseling session can cost up to $1,800. Um, what they don't get paid, they write off. Uh, so Jennifer... Um, Flory, uh, Allison's mother said they never got calls from any debt collectors. Um, again, I want to remind you. So that's why they didn't like at first catch on to what was going on. So, um, their insurance insurance would be charged more than $600,000, uh, by, the seven treatment centers their child attended between January and June of 2016. Um, they uh, ended up being charged about $1.2 million during the 15 months that Allison bounced between nine different facilities in South Florida. At least three of those facilities have now been raided by law enforcement and have been shuttered. So uh, once in rehab, the patient goes through a course of treatment uh, that's covered by insurance. During outpatient phases of treatment, the out-of-state patient in need of a place to le- live will be referred to a sober home. So while they're in treatment, they're living at a sober home that's close by, which is essentially like a group home for individuals in recovery, if you're not familiar with that. So the Americans with Disability Act and uh, the Fair Housing Act together essentially prevent the regulation or inspection of these residence residences. And um, this essentially allows them to function sort of like flop houses. Um, and because the AC ha- ACA has really expanded the availability of uh, substance use treatment and mental health treatment, um, it's now being exploited for those individuals who actually need help. So, essentially, we've uh, established a program that is uh, meant to help these people, but we've also created a new problem um, called fraud in which these patients are now being brokered. 
Ooh, heavy, man. I know. It's disgusting. I mean, these people that work so hard to scam people, why can't you focus your energy on making the world better? <laughs> I know. It's a big leap and all, but really, like, that's disgusting. How do you sleep at night? I don't understand. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, we've said this before on our podcast, like, our brain's not <laughs> built to Be do this shit. Yeah. So, like, we get, like, pissed off or enraged when we find out, like, this stuff's going on. Um, you know, like, and like I said, uh, I have family members that have had substance use problems. I'm sure you have had family members that have had substance use problems. And then I've worked with individuals who experience this. And to think that somebody's out there exploiting them for dollar like you know, it's money. not bad enough that these people have to deal with addiction yeah which is never fun no and a lot of times you don't make it out alive yes you od a lot of times yes especially heroin and yeah oxy and all that and so like really it's disgusting it's oh, disgusting yeah, to me it's horrible it's abhorrent um yeah, especially because it takes a lot for somebody to say, I need help, and then right. actually... And then you're just taking advantage of them. Yeah, you're feeding their addiction, essentially. Yeah. So that they can... You you're can hoping, like, oh, money you don't really want to get better. Yeah, essentially, that's what they're telling them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, residents of the sober homes are supposed to pay rent, um, but some sober homeowners waive or reduce the rent in return for kickbacks from the outpatient rehab centers or labs who charge insurers thousands of dollars to treat or test the urine of sober home residents. So, essentially, sobriety is discouraged um, because it's not profitable. Right. So... Um, when insurance benefits are exhausted, outpatient care ends. And they're like, oh, you're good. Get out. Yep. They basically fucking kick them out mm-hmm. and they are left on the sidewalk to figure it out. Yeah. So, um, a relapse, however, People, will. Why do you live in Florida, though? I don't understand. <laughs> God, it's dude. a dumpster fire down there. I, d- I don't. <sighs> yeah. Um, so a relapse will trigger a new round of treatment. So rug providers seek profit through endless failure rather than sobriety. The corrupt providers are incentivized to keep addicts in a perpetual cycle of relapse and recovery until that person's death. So in the past few years, it's become a $1 billion business. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Gross. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um. and again, the ACA has done a lot of good by expanding the availability of drug rehab to the more than 2 million Americans currently addicted to opioids. But it is being exploited by corrupt providers who encourage um, the endless cycle. So it's like a, you know, your relapse uh, gives them reimbursements on a fee-for-service basis. Uh, the more that you fail, the more that they're going to get paid. So there is no federal licensing framework for addiction treatment centers. Insurance companies trust the facilities to abide by the state regulations, whatever the fuck that means. And then the rogue sober homes don't have to register. They don't have any mandatory certifications or inspections. Um, Yeah, what could go wrong? Again, (laughs) I say. Oh, fuck, dude. Um, (laughs) 
Now talk about the Sacklers. They're involved in this shit. So let me... Double dipping on the highway to hell. That's what this should be called. (laughs) Yeah, basically. So let me bring up a little bit of a sidebar. um, Is that this crisis has gotten so bad, right, with opioid addiction, um, that we are now arming uh, various different types of health professionals, such as like EMTs, etc., uh, firefighters, um, you know, whoever might be uh, first contacts for somebody who could be overdosing, um, they're getting the locks on, um, which essentially brings a dead or dying person back to life. So uh, an analysis I found by um, Peter Hayden, who uh, is on Miami's public radio station, found that the money that the Delray Beach Fire Department spent on uh, naloxone which is used to treat those overdoses, rose 1,300% between 2013 and 2016. And that's because the amount of people that are going down there that have overdoses. Um, So you think about those um, pharmaceutical companies that make naloxone. Uh, they're making tons of money off of this shit. So they also benefit from the Florida shuffle or any other shuffle in the United States. Okay. So here's two cases that were investigated. Um, One of them is still going through the the judicial process. Uh, The other has been decided. So between 2011 and 2015, prosecutors allege um, staff at Good Decision Sober Living, a sober home in Palm Beach County, filed $106 million in claims for urine drug screens with 80 insurance companies and insurers paid out $31.1 million. Wow. According to an indictment, um, the owner of Good Decisions, uh, Kenneth, and I don't know if I'm going to say his last name. Here we go. This will be the funny (laughs) part right here, guys. Uh, Balenson, I think is how how you say it. (laughs) Still my favorite. (laughs) Um, He had opened his own lab and taken over uh, the sprawling green terrace condominiums because there's no conflict of interest there, right? Sober home and then your own lab. Um, where he housed dozens of recovering addicts. He used the clubhouse by the pool as a collection site for urine. Uh, the Palm Beach Post reported that uh, Balenson turned Green Terrace into an armed camp where guards with guns made sure addicts did not leave. Um, at his detention hearing, uh, James Hayes, the assistant U.S. attorney for the Southern District of Florida described good decisions as a piss farm in business only to harvest residents' urine. <laughs> right, because that's their the golden shower. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Um, so their court case, uh, it still appears to be ongoing. Um, but I did want to kind of bring that up because that's how severe the situation's gotten. So um, the next one in November of uh, 2021. A federal judge convicted two operators of two South Florida addiction treatment facilities for fraudulently billing approximately $112 million for services that were never provided or were medically unnecessary and for paying kickbacks to patients through patient recruiters and receiving kickbacks from testing laboratories. One defendant was also convicted of money laundering and of separate charges of bank fraud connected to 
guess what? PPP uh, loans. Of course. Paycheck Protection Program. Throwback. Yeah. He, so he's, oh, fuck, man. These two people uh, are doing all this other shit and on top of it decide to layer in the PPP fraud. Uh, and if you don't know what we're talking about, go back to uh, Mr. <laughs> Bellamy's Bellamy. episode and um, listen to us talk about his uh, crime that he committed, which was PPP fraud, um, so that you'll get a better understanding of what this is. So according to court documents and evidence presented at trial, um, Jonathan Markovich, 37, and his brother Daniel, both of Ball Harbor, conspired to and did unlawfully bill for approximately $112 million of addiction treatment services. So not only are they scamming people, then they're billing for shit they didn't even do. Correct. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. like the, that's great. Yeah. Uh, their treatment facilities that they operated was Second Chance Detox, LLC, uh, Compass Detox, which was... A, I'm a scam you, LLC. <laughs> yeah, no fucking shit. Um, Compass Detox was supposed to be an inpatient detox and residential facility. Uh, the War Network... Fucking War Network. Um... A related outpatient treatment program. So they, it looks like they had three facilities going. So Jonathan, who owned um, those facilities, was also convicted of bank fraud in connection with the PPP loan applications, in which he falsely stated that Compass, Detox, and War were not engaged in illegal contact, conduct. Yeah, thanks, John. <laughs> not my spouse, by the way. One month. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get hardly anything. Um, so the evidence showed that defendants, um, that the defendants had obtained patients through, of course, the patient recruiters who offered the, the illegal kickback. What a gross job, too. Right? Yeah. Like, you have to fucking Again, know you're doing this. how do this. you sleep at night? I don't know. They gave them free airline tickets, illegal drugs, and cash payments. Sweet. Um, the defendants then shuffled a core group of patients between Compass Detox and War to fraudulently bill for as much as possible. Um, Total mon- money laundering. Yep. Patient recruiters gave patients illegal drugs prior to admitting them to the Compass Detox to ensure admittance for detox, which is the most expensive kind of treatment offered by the defendants' facilities. Oh, okay. Yep. So they... They give them drugs, get them so high as fuck, test them, mm-hmm. then they're on drugs, and so then they can charge more. Yeah, awesome. They can charge additional wow. money. Wow. Mm-hmm. Horrible. I know. Uh, therapy sessions were billed for, but not regularly provided or attended, and excessive, medically right. unnecessary. Why would you go when you can just bill? Yeah. Or I mean, if if you're just getting the drugs from them, right? You're kind of being told keep using you don't need to go to this but oh we're still gonna bill your insurance fuckers they might not even tell them that they might not they might not even told them it was like, scheduled who cares? Mm-hmm. Yikes. yeah uh they also billed for unnecessary urinalysis drug test right yeah because that's their golden the golden ticket. ticket um golden shower yep <laughs> In the golden shower. That's a R. Kelly throwback. <laughs> That's a 
Um, Somebody else whose name shall not be mentioned. <laughs> allegedly. There's a tape. Yes. I'm just saying. Wherever that's at. <clears throat> okay. No one would even care, though. I know. I wouldn't be surprised. Let's just say that. Yeah, really. Uh, compass detox patients were given a so-called comfort drink to sedate them and to keep them coming back. So it was like a drink with drugs in it. What? Yes. Patients were also given large... Like on old? Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Don't drink the drink. I'll throw back to that too. Um, They were given large and potentially harmful amounts of controlled substances in addition to the comfort drink. What? Yes. So they're getting this special drink. They're like, we we don't care if you die. No. You'll be of no use didn't. to us eventually. They didn't. They can keep bringing people down there so that if somebody the overdoses and drink. dies. Does yeah. it say what's in the comfort drink? I couldn't find anything that actually listed what was in it. Was it Jesus juice? <laughs> Allegedly Michael Jackson? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um... So, you have to laugh at some of this shit because it's so preposterous uh, and disgusting. Oh my God. I okay. Know. Otherwise, I just don't, I don't know. I think I'd have to call it. Yeah. Dude, it's <laughs> fucked up. It is. Um, the comfort drink was meant to keep them compliant and docile um, and to ensure that they stayed at the facility. Right. If you're getting this fucking drink, you ain't leaving. And you're getting drugs. Mm-hmm. Why would you go somewhere? Yeah. Yep. So, of and you course, have somewhere to live. Exactly. You got a roof over your head, somewhere to take a shower, wash your clothes, etc. Uh, and you can continue to stay high. Sounds great. Right? Sign me up. What's this place? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Fuck. Um, Disgusting. Yeah. Certain patients, um, like we have already mentioned, were routinely readmitted and repeatedly cycled through Compass Detox and wore to maximize And then the only... Ejected when their insurance ran out. Correct. I'm sure. Yep. Um, so, uh, special agent in charge, George L. Perot of FBI's Miami <laughs> Field <Bogota>. Office. <laughs> <laughs> he said their tactics were brazen and the dollar losses immense. These health care fraudsters driven by greed sought to cheat their way to riches by building tens of millions of dollars from various health care programs. Yeah, gross. Mm-hmm. Both defendants were convicted of conspiracy to commit health care fraud and wire fraud. John was convicted of eight counts of health care fraud, and Daniel was convicted of two counts of health care fraud. They were also convicted of conspiracy to pay and receive kickbacks and two counts of paying and receiving kickbacks. Jonathan was separately convicted of conspiring to commit money laundering, two counts of concealment for money laundering, and six counts of laundering at least 10000 in proceeds of unlawful activities, as well as two counts of bank fraud related to his fraudulently obtaining PPP loans for both Compass and War during the COVID-19 pandemic. Both defendants were scheduled to be sentenced on January 13, 2022. The brothers were sentenced in the Southern District of Florida to 188 months and 97 months in prison, respectively. Okay. Well, it's something. Yeah, it's something. Anyway. But They're, what are they doing to shut this shit down, though? I know. Nothing. So they are continuing to... Um, 
pay lobbyists. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, DOJ and FBI are still continuing to investigate any sort of uh, reports of these facilities doing this stuff. But, I mean, it's really going to cause some legislation changes. Or, you know, it needs, requires legislation changes. Good luck changes. with that, my friend. I know. Good luck with um, that. Based off we of can only going, approve... Tax cuts for the one percent. Okay, <laughs> we did they even pass the fucking the no daylight savings or whatever? Did that oh no, get? I don't think so. Oh, no, God. dude, are you kidding? That's so low on the well, totem pole. They're um, trying to pass legislation right now to make sure that they can feed us chocolate cake and keep our legs spread. That's basically what they're trying to do. Wait, what? I didn't hear the chocolate cake part. <laughs> I'm in for that. What? <laughs> keep your legs spread. I didn't hear that either. I heard you should keep your legs closed if you don't want to get pregnant. That's what I heard. Oh, my God, dude. Um, uh, Lord almighty. Well, I would just like to say that I will be doing this podcast from another land. I don't know what that <laughs> land will be yet. That's when we'll have to make it like a YouTube uh, channel. Okay. Um. <laughs> Something. I'll be like, hello from across the pond. <laughs> Good day. Good day. Um, Your dog is cracking up. I know, man. Uh, <laughs> at least at least the big one's not farting this time. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, my nose hairs are burning off. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> okay, so let's let's mention the the great family that you had talked about at the beginning. Who, the Sacklers. Yep, who created Oxycontin. started this whole bullshit. And thereby, Pill Mills uh, has since looked into oh. and invested in detox and tra- treatment facilities. Of course. Why wouldn't Lovely you? Lovely family that they are. And what about the, like, the Narcan or yeah, whatever? Yeah, that's are what I was just getting. Yep, I was just getting ready to say. Fucking, they need to go. <laughs> they have also looked at their own version of Naloxone, as well as a um, Buford... <laughs> I never say this right. Buford Norphine. <laughs> Who cares? We don't know. Which is Some comparable. That isn't bitch. Go ahead. <laughs> Which is comparable to methadone. So their version of methadone. That um, was probably well, the best way they, to say that. Since they made oxycodone, cotton, whatever. Cotton, yeah. Can't they, like, reverse engineer it so that they could come up with some kind of a, like, neutralizer? That seems well, that's, logical that's what their version of naloxone would be. And then... Um, or, like, just... Hey, hey do you mind? Hey, you, ma'am. May I help you? Jeez. Would you like Rude. to talk about your car's warranty? <laughs> <laughs> do you have time to talk about our Lord and Savior? <laughs> so, um... So yeah, they're Well, I think they shouldn't be allowed, okay? I'm like How on do the we record. Stop them. I know. You can't. You fucking can't. But I'm just saying, like, in the in Rainbow Land, they wouldn't be allowed to. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to fucking double dip on people's misery. That's what on they're the, doing. Oh yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. So if the care bears were alive, they'd be they able would to bring say, their chest no, no, out no. of love and care. Yeah, they fucking bitch slap them. <laughs> That should not be a thing, or they should have to give it away for free. Oh, yeah. I, uh, you know, I sorry. mean, we've already mentioned how terrible <laughs> they are. Fuck them. Um, I'm but... sorry. Drink up, everyone. <laughs> the comfort drink. Drink up. Um, so, 
Uh, I know that they have been looking at this for stateside, but they've really been pushing it overseas. So, and it seems to be the taking sapphires. hold. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably because they're not as well known there as I, here. I think so. Yeah. They're not as hated as they are in the United States. You know, it's United pronounced Sackler. 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 And of course, the flip side of this is the bigger companies that are now advocating for criminal justice reform, which a lot of us want, right? Um, but these lobbyists don't give have... a shit about us. But I know. Anyway, listen I'm... though. Listen to how bitter I am. <laughs> I need a comfort drink. Tea is not doing Rose it. Rose tea. Rose tea. It is delightful. Um. So you know, a lot of us are there. We're doing right. the work. We know that this system's motherfucking. Up. It's messed up, right? We want criminal justice reform. So now these big companies are uh, and their lobbyists are inserting themselves into the dialogue um, and quietly opening treatment facilities without implementing appropriate reentry or community programs. So they're also double dipping in these situations. Um, well, for- again, I say this shit should not be for profit. Hospitals should not be for profit. So prison should not be for profit. I'm with you 100%. I'm sorry. Let me let me give you an example. <laughs> I can't stop myself. <laughs> I have to say it. Um, the American Addiction Centers, uh, they've been scrutinized for not adequately taking care of their patients. They're um, nationally, they're in everywhere. Uh Investors such as Morgan Stanley and Deerfield Management are profiting off of their patients, off the addiction. And uh, they have basically said, um, American Addiction Centers has said this, our goal now is to increase the utilization of our beds, improving collections, and reducing overhead and facility huh. cost. Just churn them out. Yeah, that's what they're saying. We just want more people mm-hmm. in there to get the money. Yep. Uh, their chief financial officer, Kirk Mance, uh, said that at a healthcare conference in the spring. Is he a white dude? Yes, he is. Oh, um, in the spring of 2017, he concluded. We are a healthcare company, <laughs> fucking a. Um, but we are also. But we don't care about your health. <laughs> there but, you go. That's their slogan. You're welcome. But we are also a consumer mm, marketing company. But we're mostly just about money. Yeah, that's basically what their slogan should be. <laughs> All about the money. I, you know, like profits should dictate treatment services. I don't know how this fucking happened. But here we are, people. Because it's for profit. But, like, here's the other thing that I discovered in investigating this that I did not know until I started looking into the Florida shuffle. But when is an addiction treatment service company allowed to fucking go public in the stock market so that all these people can invest in it? And and that's certainly not going to make it go in a bad direction when your only thing is making money for your investors. Dude, it made my skin crawl. uh, Bonuses for CEOs, which are at an all time high because why wouldn't they be? Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're talking about increasing the utilization of your beds, what in the fuck? Like, seriously? What? Disgusting. Dude. 
Um, Everyone needs to wake the fuck up. I think a big part of our issue is we're so busy with our own lives that we don't really look up at all. And yeah. then when you do, you're like, it's like the Matrix. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm like living in a whole different place. I had no idea. Or something terrible happens or it right. personally that's affects us. The, a lot of people, well, it doesn't matter because it's not me. But then your kid gets addicted and then, oh, now it is my problem. Why didn't you do anything? Why didn't you tell me? Mm-hmm. Why can't you care before it's actually your problem? Like, uh, again. Yeah, You're this, shitty if you don't care about other people before it affects you personally. Yeah. Uh, what I would say is if if you do not have a family member, and maybe you don't, you know, good good for your family. Good on you. Awesome. Um, that doesn't mean that you don't have a friend or a neighbor who is personally affected by this. This should be... Every- Again, like, do you have a soul? I don't know, dude. Like... If you have a soul and you care about other people, this should be fucked up to you. Yeah. This should not be like, oh, great business idea. Like, what? Yeah. No. Um, yeah. No. So. Um, so let's do a poll of what country should I move to? <laughs> <laughs> Where so, would you go, people? Um. AAC has boasted 28 million in sales in its first year. Mm-hmm. From 2011 to 2015, uh, private insurance spending on patients with opioid addiction diagnoses. Diagnoses. Multi- di- yeah, thank you. <laughs> multiplied tenfold to 722 million, according to Fair Health, a nonprofit that tracks insurance claims. Uh, mergers and acquisitions related to drug and alcohol addiction programs have doubled between 2013 and 2016 because everybody wants to make a fucking profit off like hey look at this pie we didn't know about Mm -hmm. so by 2016 aac's revenue had soared to 280 million dollars today aac has nine inpatient centers 15 outpatient locations. Oh, look at all these places they can just cycle people through mm-hmm. till their insurance runs out. Yep. And four sober Sickening. living facilities. The average residential patient brings in roughly $800 per day in revenue for AAC. Most of it paid by private insurance. Yeah. $800 fucking dollars. A person. A person. A day. A day. Yeah. Yep. Um, Again, what could go wrong? I'm sure that they just only want the best for people. Uh, no. No. I mean, you're in the fucking stock market. You're public. Ha- yeah. What? You're here to make money for those investors yes. and that CEO. Correct. That's it. Yep. That's that's what your job is. Mm-hmm. It's not about helping people. No. Disgusting. Yep. Super disgusting. Um, What I did find out is uh, they have had lawsuits, but somehow, mysteriously, they go away. Oh, weird. They kind of, like, evaporate. Into or the, the person sky. dies, mm-hmm. and that's who goes up in the sky. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Um, I did see one article that talked about, uh, or actually a couple articles, um, that they have a more recent lawsuit that is still pending. So probably won't go anywhere because they've got a lot not. of money to throw at it. So, you know... <laughs> I don't know where the fuck we go from here. thanks for this uplifting episode. People, I apologize for pointing her on this (laughs) 
She's like a pit bull with a pork chop on this crap. Dude, I just, you know, like at first I thought uh, we'll just do a couple stories on these organizations or businesses. But then I thought, well, we should describe like what is happening down there. And then I was like, well, so let's like, dig what deeper. Do you, what's the answer, though? What do you do? I mean, you have to like thoroughly vet these places that you're sending your loved ones yes and, and the only like way what's their rate of return or well i think the only way that we're gonna be able to put a stop to this fucking shit or at least decrease it tremendously is by you know legislation i don't fucking know how we're so we're doomed everyone i mean it's not gonna happen we can try to spread the word right but if you're getting online and you're seeing like five stars, you know what I mean. How do you know do that you they're know on they the up and up? And how do you right? How do you know they didn't just pay people exactly to, to write up all these great reviews? Mm-hmm. You know, or even the client uh, here. Okay, this is how. Um, just don't do drugs, okay, everyone. Okay. Just don't. Just choose not to. <laughs> Oh Isn't God. that work for abortion? Like, just don't have sex. Uh, okay. Are you talking about dare gun which control? Didn't work? Uh, just, just don't shoot those guns. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. So I don't want to get started on that the shit. The fucking. Um. It just it's infuriating that these are what people come up with for answers because they don't want to do anything because everyone's fucking bought and paid for and it's so disheartening yeah uh it's pretty gross because a lot of people are just out to make money off of it um off of you and your story i'd say like now maybe it's not this bad now i don't know i haven't gone to the doctor knock on wood for like any kind of issues where they would prescribe me pain meds but be very careful about what you're taking because yeah. these are super addictive and you oh, yeah. might not even – you can think like, oh, I only take it. Like my shoulder hurts and I'll take it my back or whatever. But then you're fucked because it's physically – it's changing the physiology of your brain. Correct. And honestly, uh, I mean, and you probably remember this from the – TV series Dope Sick or mm-hmm. some of the other documentaries, but opioids really should only be taken if you're terminal, which means that you're you've got one foot, you know, in the ground. Um, they kind of can't do anything for right. you, just to make and they're you trying to make you comfortable. That's it. It shouldn't be to fucking help you with your back pain or your hip pain or that sciatic nerve that keeps bugging you. Um, if a doctor prescribes that shit, you should run out the door. Honestly. Um, But just, like, be aware of what they're prescribing. Don't just automatically mm -hmm. take it. Yeah. Um, And uh, before we tangent, I just want to (laughs) say... We've been pretty good. I know. Uh, The girl's story that I mentioned at the beginning, Allison... She died. Yes, she didn't make it. Um, She died at a sober home in Florida, and no one called her family. What? No. Instead, um, her parents <laughs> found out uh, from one of the roommates. They actually called him up what? and let him know. Yeah. How'd she die, OD? Yes, she overdosed. Yep. What? So, uh, and she's one of many, unfortunately. Scratching at me. Do oh you want my God. Treat? Um, so, you know. Want, want. Thanks don't... for that, JD. <laughs> Way to end on a high note. Hi, my Again. Um,. I don't know, dude. So, I've got a cute story that should warm the heart. I don't think I told this already, but 
Um, one well, reason I'm going to tell it is because this little kid has great taste, first right. off. Uh, so <laughs> I can't wait. And then I've got a stupid joke. We're going to end with that. Okay. I was in a Safeway recently um, <laughs> for work, and uh, I was standing at the checkout area, and this little boy was standing there with his grandma. And um, what? I kind of waved to him, you know, like, hi. You have a mask on, I'm sure. Uh, yes, I did. Yeah, because COVID's a thing, everyone. And, <laughs> and uh, How old he, is this kid? I think he might have been like four or okay. five. The cute age. Super cute. And um, he looks at me and he says, you're beautiful. <laughs> this kid was a player. I know. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> me? This kid's amazing. And I said, you know what? I Thank like you, your sir. T-shirt because it had little dinosaurs on it. Oh, and he touches his T-shirt. And he looks down at it, and he looks up at me, and he was like, you like dinosaurs? And I said, I love dinosaurs. Do you like Jurassic Park? And he's like, oh, I watch that movie all the time. Oh, my God. And I said, that's amazing. You're brave, dude. And I, really scary. <laughs> and then um, he turns around, and uh, he start, kind of starts hanging on the little counter by the register, you know, doing stuff that kids normally do when they start getting a little antsy and everything. So then his grandma starts to get on him a little bit. And um, he's like, she, you are not beautiful. She turns to him and she says, if you don't knock that off, we're going to have to put your toy back. And he turns around and he looks at me and he says, sometimes my grandma's mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> Which made me start laughing so hard. Oh, and then happens. the grandma looks at me and she smiles and she turns back to him and she says, if you think I'm mean, wait till I get home and tell your grandpa. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's awesome! Oh my god, it was so cute. I loved it. Kids are Mm -hmm. the best. It brightened the rest of my day, though. It was adorable. So, all right, then. Thank you for sharing. It didn't make me sad. So, all right. (laughs) Okay, so ending on this is a riddle. Oh, a riddle. Use your powers of deduction. Ready? <laughs> it's probably not going to work. And it kind of goes with our little tea party today, right? Okay, okay. What kind of tea is hard to swallow? What kind of tea is hard to swallow? Uh, okay, that's enough. <laughs> it's not like you're going to die if you don't get it. <laughs> I was trying to think. Reality. Oh, there you go, people. Reality. Reality. Oh, my God. You're welcome. Damn it. I didn't go off on my tangent of yelling into the void. I know. I'm getting raged out on something that's happening. (laughs) Um, We're going to have to find something lighter to talk about next time. Jesus, I know. Something to really poke fun at. Um, This episode was sponsored by Kleenex. (laughs) Scotty's. Whoa. Oh, and Mo. Hey, hey, and Mo. That's Um, enough. Hey, Queen. All right. Can you calm down back there? Thank you, ma'am. I appreciate it. She's smiling at me. We're done. Let's get out of here. I know. She's like, it's hot in here. (laughs) I might have to fart. 
All right. So, um, sorry that this one was so sad, uh, but it's but serious. It's a heavy topic. Yes, and we need to have these conversations, or at least get the word out that this is actually right. happening. If you because did not I'm know, sure it's more than Florida doing. Oh this yeah, shit. dude. Yeah. Uh, once I started digging into this, I started seeing some of the other states that are having problems, but I decided just to focus <laughs> mainly on Florida. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> you shall not pass. So hit us up on email, olddirtybenches at gmail.com. Um, and then some of our other social media, although I have not checked Facebook in like, I feel like I'm several done months. I'm Facebook. Um, but anyways. I know. Uh, Instagram. <laughs> crazy dogs. Twitter, etc. Give your dogs some love, yes, people. Because they, they unconditionally love you. you. Um. All right. Do you have any last words? No. No. Next time will be something funnier. I yeah. I vow this gotta. to you. <laughs> <laughs> I liked our. You know, our last episode was pretty funny. I right. Thought. So we're I good. For, we're we're due for a serious. Yeah, more serious one. kind of sad tone, I guess. Um. Even though I just read like my sister's review of us, where she was like, "Not too heavy, lighthearted." <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, sister. But bam. <laughs> Big fat downer. <laughs> Morning. <laughs> Sorry, sis. Nothing funny to laugh at here. I know. All right. Um, we'll catch you on the next. Oh, uh, bleh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Episode>. Good night. <laughs> Bye, dirty bitches. Have a good one.